Well, welcome along. I'm joined by Raheem Hyatt today, who's been on an incredible journey on a bike ride to Nigeria. And we're going to hear his story and find out what was behind it, what motivated it and what happened along the way. So welcome along. Yeah, thank you very much, Chris. Very feeling very fine. It is a bit fresh out there, but anyway, it's the way. Wonderful. What happened that made you go on this incredible journey? I guess I was planning to go and see my friend Nafiok who lives in Nigeria but he lived a long time ago back with me when I was 11 um, we used to play football together and do lots of sports and, um, and he used to live with me for two years we tried to foster him and then he had to disappear, go back to Nigeria. And I was like, I just find his little curly black hairs um, in the room and thinking, well, where's my f- brother friend gone? And I was to be so upset that he wasn't there anymore. So then uh, we very found each other on the, on, the, on the Facebook, oh my God, a few years ago, 10 years ago or so. And, uh, and then it was a case of trying to plan to get to see him. So I thought about one time flying, but I couldn't get there because um, I was going to Brazil. <laughs> And then the next time I phoned him, I said, I'm going to drive to here. And then uh, I said, I lost this keys to this car and I couldn't replace them. So, so then, then I left it another couple more years and I went to Brazil, came back. And, and then I, I was at my mum and dad's house having some tea. And, and, uh, and there's a Ron Rutland was cycling from South Africa to England for the Rugby World Cup and for an orientation ceremony and all this. So I suddenly thought, oh, I cycle to him. So next time I phoned him up, I say, I'm going to come on a bicycle. And so he's heard me say on a plane, he's heard me say on a car, and then I've said a bicycle. And uh, obviously I couldn't let him down this time. <laughs> I mean, a crazy way to, I was like, wow, I've done so many countries around the world, 90 countries. I was thinking, wow, or less then, um, it was about 60 then. Um, uh, then I was, I was thinking, uh, wow, what a wonderful journey to psyche to him and, uh, and go past all these amazing countries and people and, and have an amazing journey to get to him and, uh, and then see what we can do to assist his, him and his kids. He's got three kids now and a wife. So um, <clears throat> that was, you know, the idea and it, it, it felt so right, you know, to go and do. So um, I thought I've got a house in Northampton. I thought if I rent that out for a year, then I can go travel all the way for free and then, um, and then just maybe share some yoga along the way or do some massages away but then I ask for food and things like this and then I can get to him and I can give him about four or five grand and uh, and maybe that will help put his kids in school so that's what ha- kind of happened a little bit so uh, I just <laughs> it was a bit of a venture to try to get to him <laughs> and then what happened along the way well I mean beautiful I loved getting into Morocco I love Morocco I've been there so many times but that took three months to get through this 3,000 uh, kilometers of um, um, you know uh, desert and whatever and I had a fl- friend that came out to me uh, and flew out for the 1500 kilometers through the really Sahara so that was nice uh, Tim Ban so um, so he filmed it and made a film about the whole story from London from Morocco and then he came out to the reunion as well so that was kind of cool we got 10 minutes films going on there um, um, and then um, I just started Maratina was a bit dry and, uh, and all you had was tea for entertainment you know you couldn't talk to the ladies you couldn't talk to anybody you know it was like very tight you know no music and things like this so um, the entertainment was making tea but when I got to Senegal everything changed 
it was greenery, mangoes, people were friendly. I was like, wow, what's going on here? These people are nice. And uh, even though I didn't speak so much French, uh, I could communicate and I just felt their energy. And, and, um, and, uh, and I, I got, started to get absorbed in Senegal and they got amazing dance ceremonies and, uh, and, uh, and this, uh, you know, they, they, this got something called Saba where these ladies are dancing for, you know, the men's attention in many respects, you know, for the, queen, the king's attention, you know, and, uh, and uh, I was like, these are Muslim as well. So it was really kind of strange, but really opening and, uh, and I love this. So, um, you know, it, 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 there's so much to say about the whole thing, really, and that's why, you know, the journey's, you know, it's been recorded in 550 pages and 25 poems and, and I tried to chop a bit because they said it's the publishers people publishing said it's too big we can't you know you can't make any money out of it it's a big book you know chop it down 200 bit I'm like you're eating my soul if I take out that you know so um, there's too much happened you know in, in Gambia I gave 300 massages I started with one person and then before I knew it 5 came and 20 came for the day and then the next day there's 30 and I oh my gosh and I was like there's so much to do so that was really nice to do. Um, then I met somebody that's going to assist uh, um, from the book launch is uh, Osman. And he shakes violently with Parkinson's, we found out now. I sent him, I raised him 1,500 quid, sent him for a scan. from, uh, and, uh, and now he has Parkinson's. And he pretty much is done. I don't know what we can do for him. Maybe some CBD oil or some wheelchair or something until something really happens with Parkinson's. But I want to do something. He just looks at me and going, help me, help me. And he's staring into his eyes, in my eyes. And I'm like, oh, I've got to do it. So that's one of the motivators for me to do this book, Assist uh, Osman. Um, and uh, anyway, so then, uh, then I found out, then I started getting punches and I had 200 punches in the next four months. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, what is happening? Why am I getting all these punches? And the funny thing was, I did something to cause it and I never found out until I arrived in Nigeria four months, five months later. Um, I, was get, I was getting up to nine punches a day and sometimes I wasn't even moving. And I was like, I was confusing it. I was like, what have I done? What's, what's happened? What, why? You know, and it's raining and I'm st- sitting under the tarp and, and I'm running out of patches. And in fact, I ran out of patches and, and I said, you know, one time I'm there and he said, I said, what to do? And he said, well, there's a rubber tree. You can cut the rubber tree and we get the glue from the rubber tree and you can stick your patch. And, and I'm like, oh my God, this is getting really. <laughs> but then actually this thing that happened of 200 punches got me to see 200 more lots of people it was a blessing and i didn't see it at the time but uh you know i met the cashew jungle nut girls Fifth, i was in guinea Bissau, and there was 15 girls came over to me teenagers and i'm like what should i do here <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you know so i started singing a song uh and it carries on and it goes on and on so i started singing that to myself and they picked up on the vibe and then they started singing it. So we started swirling through the jungles of Guinea-Bissau with 15 cavorting sort of like, you know, African girls, you know. And, and it was so engrossing and endearing. And we just danced away. And we didn't dance for an hour. That was such an amazing thing. And then at that night, then I found a, a, tri, a, a chief's funeral. And they had five sound systems. 
and I dived into the party uh, where the celebrations and they virtually all jumped out because I've got this such a exuberant dance style that they, they were like ah there's a white man in the jungles what's going on <laughs> but then they got used to me and they started plying me with a bit of palm wine and whatever it was quite funny till about seven in the morning so uh, you know I mean there's so much to see these lovely people there I found that their hearts are great their sociability their 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 their, their, their music and their drumming and their music and their singing and their dancing you know so they had a fantastic uh, qualities I did find that sometimes the intelligence was slightly different and I couldn't figure it out sometimes I was like well, it was like I was getting confused by them you know I'd ask them for directions and, and they, they didn't really understand it or how many kilometres were I'm like well how many kilometres and they say 20, 30, 50 they didn't really understand any you know I'm like hmm and I didn't understand for a while that they've got their own intelligence their way, their way and I'm kind of different as well so it was like, you know, they probably understand about plants a lot more or whatever, you know, or the natures of, uh, you know, how to build things and things like that. So it was kind of nice. But they, they, they relax people because there's, there's like, uh, all the food is there for them. It's just in the jungle and everywhere all around. So they don't have to, you know, we as the Europeans have to collect from store because the winter's coming up. And oh my God, and I've got to collect and be hoarding. And they, they just, well, they just want to have a nice time. You know, <laughs> which is really lovely. Um, so uh, yeah, and, and then, then this malaria started coming along, and uh, and I'm getting stuck with that one. I'm doing it for free, so I went to the. I got caught with malaria one time, and I was lucky, you know, because I was I was at the I was at the border one time, and I thought I'm getting these funny sensations, and I had I knew I had 20 more kilometers to the border on a on a de- you know a little dust dirt track. And then after that was another 20, 30 kilometers to a town. So I was thinking that might be 50 kilometers. There's funny, something funny going on here. I don't know. I'm feeling strange. So I'm glad I made that because I went to the doctors and jumped to, on a, you know, um, back to the town. And they said, well, we can give you the test for free, but we can't give you the drugs. I went, okay, okay, fine, 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 fine. And then, then I woke up and they said, right, we need to put the drip into you now because you're going to be dead in half an hour. You know, you've got a serious high level form of malaria. And, uh, you know, so oh, I was, it was so, I was in hospital for seven days and it came so, this COVID's nothing, huh? Um, uh, it, it was so hot and so cold and so violent headaches. It was really shocking and I couldn't believe how it was, you know. Um, but the, Drugs help, but they it takes time to for it to get out, vacate your body. So that was quite an ex- nice experience to understand malaria. And I, I, you know, I understood it seven times. So, so um, 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 fortunately, the first one was the worst. But anyway, but I, you know, I, I I'm glad I had that experience. Really. <laughs> so, did you find out what caused all the punctures? Uh, yeah. Sorry, forgot about that. Yes, it. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, because, like, I had a really good German tyres, and then um, in Senegal, I cut out the old tyre into, a, like, a little strip, sanded it down, according also with this mechanic, said, yeah, it's a good idea, and sanded it all down, and then put it back in this Chinese tyre as a protection. And uh, it was the, cut, the strip that I cut out that went all the way around that was wearing the tubes, and I just didn't think it was that... I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, no, you idiot. Oh, you idiot. 
how did I do? Oh no, 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 no. I had so much. I, I mean, one time I screamed in the jungle so violently and because I tried to be patient. I was usually as a, as a learning curve to be patient. But one time I said, for one more, I'm going to scream. And all these villagers come out running. And like, what is it? And I was like, then I turned it in. You're singing in the rain. What a wonderful feeling because it was chucking it down. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. <laughs> so what happened next after you got better from the malaria? Yeah, um, I virtually we got to, you know, I was in Ghana, Togo, uh, you know, saw a nice King's Festival, went to the uh, voodoo place, markets and things like that. Then I got to Benin and Benin was next to Nigeria. And then I got stuck in Benin for 14 days because they wouldn't let me into the Nigeria. I cycled all the way. I'd filled out. Every time they, they got me to do requirements for the visa, they moved the goalposts. They said, do this now. No, I did that. Then they do this now and they do So it took, in actual fact, an Afiok, my brother, had to come all the way 800 kilometers, 800 kilometers down on a bus to get me into the country and I wanted to see him as a film because a friend coming out from England to film the reunion I wanted to go and film the reunion and be a joyous and now I was actually seeing him in a bit of stressful situation because I wasn't even sure I was going to get into Nigeria and I had a friend coming over to, and I'm like oh my god so anyway they let us in eventually but anyway so I got there and we all sat around a table at nine o'clock at night exact same moment and had a beer together and so actually it was all a bit of a coincidence it was the biggest scale of things and we just didn't know so uh, <laughs> so then we filled the reunion uh, eventually later on um, we kind of rigged the reunion a little bit but um, but anyway um, we did it nicely and got it filmed so it must have been amazing when you finally got there and yeah and what was it how did you feel yeah it was beautiful it was so lucky we had a nice place to stay because his sister was at a um, um, at a, his wedding uh, his, sorry his, his sister's wedding and he didn't go um, it was a long way to travel so we had a nice place to stay for a, a couple of a uh, few weeks um, and then I, so we connected and we had Christmas together I made a Christmas for them um, and we fed you know made presents and crackers for like 40 kids and we made a full meals and celebration it was quite nice because they'd never really seen that before because you know they happy birthdays or Christmas is like happy birthday son you know and that's about it you know they don't get much anything else and not a cake huh? you're having a laugh you know um, um, so uh, um, so we started you know and I started building things like kitchens and water towers and uh, and then uh, and uh, and helping them putting the kids into school and then then I started uh, teaching kids in Nigeria heavily so we taught about 8,000 8, kids in about 30 schools and uh, over the four months and I was teaching them yoga and capoeira and we having regular drumming sort of like nights outside the house and and now see the Africans are much more outside people it's too cold out here all the time you know in England there they're sitting outside of an evening and enjoying you know having a you know a, you know we were teaching a bit of um, a bit of uh, you know dr drums and whatever so it was like you know it was it was lovely and I made some instruments for the capoeira and uh, and we just really connected you know on a deep levels and I'd take the kids out into the jungles and and they'd never really been there and I'm like why don't you go into your jungles and get lost and you know it's, it's cassava out there there's mangoes and they didn't know anything about it and I'm like come on so uh you know it was we found um you know local spices the, the local maggie tree the maggie is like a seasoning oxo cube I guess and and there's a tree there and uh and it's very smelly but um you know it's really good for making um um, you know, a particular. Well, it made a nut roast and things like this. You know, so um, um, yeah, it was it was very interesting. 
And we went down to the um, uh, Akwaibon State, which is down the south. This was because I was staying in Abuja. We went all the way down to the south of uh, Nigeria and where he's got some land. And we're going to build a, an eco-home. He's actually living in a one-roomed place with his three kids. And it's not his, it's his sister's. So he's not... What's his fortune? He's got a place to live. It's... I don't know how he could live like that. And he grind, he's, got a, he's got a university degree and he's grinding tomatoes for a living. So you can imagine, and a bag of rice is now a luxury item. Nigeria has six times less people than India and has more poor, poor people than, than any other country in the world now. It's getting really screwed in Nigeria now. It's getting tight. And um, there's no jobs. There's nothing going on. This And all the government have backhanded. And uh, they get £300,000 for being a politician and £300,000 and pounds for um, expenses. They can fly around in helicopters. The wor- roads are the worst in the world. I've never seen more potholes in my life. Um, you know, it's dangerous. I didn't want to dr- recycle there. It's very dangerous. Trucks are driving into you because, you know, they've got nowhere else to go, you know. Um, um, so um, it's a very confusing country really Nigeria they're very lovely happy people the Naira music is right on you know good tunes you know but and they're meant to be some of the happiest people in the world but they're getting done you know so um, it's tough really tough for them so how are you kind of planning to make a difference what have you got in mind to yeah um, well, I continued after that. I continued down to South Africa and uh, and uh, opened a festival in South Africa. And then I thought, I always thought then, thought maybe I could get a boat back and write a poem book or something like that, you know, about the thing. So then I got back. Anyway, I had my money and passport stolen in South Africa. So I had to jump, get emergency passports and, and things like that. And I got back to England. And then I started writing, handwriting a few things. And uh, before I knew it, I started writing a bit of a plan of a book and... Before I knew it, I'd written 550 pages or something like that, you know, and it took about six months to do. And um, and it's handwritten, then I put it on the computer and then start editing it. And I thought, oh, you know, in a, bit, you know, in a year, a whole year from starting it, I'll be able to, you know, have a book here. Because it was all written up on the computer by in it within a year. But then it took another two and a half years to get this to the you know finished book that it is now and um and uh i went six months down a, a line of um not you know pub self the, the pub, trying to find a publisher but it wasn't that way so i had to self-publish now because it's all purely to ace these people in africa so i've got th- two other people and afioc uh is helping osman helping and um blind john test thirty thousand people nigerians for glaucoma he's blind obviously so i'm going to assist him there's so many i could assist I did teach 21,000 kids yoga and gave 1,000 massages. I did quite a bit, but I think those three projects, I, if I now, I don't want to sell my book. I want to give it away. Um, but anyway, if I have to now sell the book, then it will come out uh, uh, £25. It cost me 18 quid to uh, produce and £9 or £8 will go through these three projects. And um, I'm going to, um, I've already sent 500 pairs of glasses to, Blind John and some other equipments, and uh, we send some other equipment for him, and build an eco home, which is going to be a super adobe home for an Afioc. Super adobe is earth bag, um, and you build houses within. It's really cheaper. So um, and uh, and do something with Osman. So that's the 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 book launch at the Charles Bradlaugh on the twelfth of December. Yes, 
Brilliant. And then where can people buy the book? Um, yeah, well, I'm not going down Amazon line. Um, I don't really want to do anything to do. The whole thing is about not being capitalistic. It's about sharing the love, um, making a, a global community based on love. Um, so we're going to have to do... Um, um, there will be some... There's a, I've got a website. There are going to be some places in shops locally. Um, uh, I need to um, uh, put it on some uh, uh, online um, uh, Goodreads or whatever. Um, um, but it will be through, through the social media uh, channels as well, you know. Um, um, but I don't really want to go through Amazon um, at all. So, um, it, And that's the biggest seller of books really you know even to get into waterstones takes a bit of an effort so uh we'll see it's just going to be slowly i'm going to be doing some songs i've got some songs to introduce my my book launch and things like that so uh oh mama africa yeah 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 shake your booty shake your booty shake your booty brown dance of the zebras let the freedom rain cycle to nigeria all the way for free and it goes on for about six minutes this this song so um uh you know to, to give a description but uh, but the other uh, getting in the central parts of Africa were already amazing Cameroon, the Gabon, the Congo, Angola, and I went two thousand kilometers out my way to get to Botswana just to go to do some dancing, and because uh, somebody Rangi Changi from Northampton in the Racehorse Pub said to me twenty years back, he says, "If you get a chance to get to Botswana, go take it because they got some great dance in there." So uh, I took that and I uh, remember those words, and uh, and then uh, you know I, I enjoyed. I only did the dancing a couple of times, but it, it didn't matter. It's with me. It's with me. Those uh, those things. So uh, I'll go back another time and maybe even teach in the university there because the Botswana is actually they got a nice prime minister and uh, and they're trying to help them a little bit more. One of the more progressive countries of Africa, I feel. But yeah, yeah. Okay, fantastic. So what's what's in the book? Is it all of your story and then more? Yeah, it's like that. But because I've I've been to 90 countries, I kind of got a bit of some philosophies and, and what have you. I'm also a spiritual master of India, um, Naga Baba, uh, Sadhu. Um, so I've got ways of becoming that and what I've done to get that. Uh, you know, with meditations and uh, and contemplations, um, and uh, connecting with my sort of like in, enlightenment and spirit, spiritualness, and uh, so there's some aspects there about how we can be, um, um, uh, you know, keep love in your heart; it won't go far wrong. And if you do go wrong, you'll be right. Um, so love is the key. Um, so there's a little bit to do to do with that. Then there's a layering of yoga from um, basic breathing uh, postures chants, mantras, mudras, um, teachings, uh, uh, explanation of, of what yoga is about, really. And it's a nice sort of like, you know, layering of, uh, of in the book of that story. There's capoeira that's sort of going through as well that's been laid. So there's African songs, there's poems, 25 poems that I've decorated, either to relate to the chapter or some con- sort of like concept of, um, of, of, you know, thought or whatever. Um, um, so that's lovely. And then there's African foods, because I quite like cookings and dances and, and stories. And then there's other anecdotes of parties uh, around the world, because I've made so many 4,000 parties. I haven't done too much on that, because I don't want to freak people out too much. So I've, uh, maybe I'll keep that for, for the next book. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fantastic. Well, do you want to share some some poetry with us? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, um, I might have to. Um, um, uh, let's see. Um, it might. I might go with this um, because it, it would, we make a choice. But maybe uh, I'll, I'll ask you, Chris, between a number between um, one and twenty-four, and uh, and then I can see um, randomly what poem to come up. So oh, okay. here let's we go. Go for sixteen. Sixteen. I'm glad you didn't say seventeen or twenty-one because I've been reading those out every single time for the last <laughs> sixteen. Cameroon is the chapter. A king, 70 wives and 500 children. That is the title of the chapter, not necessarily the poem. Let me just um, turn to uh, page 364. It's a big book. Uh, Yeah, it is. I mean, but there's... There's... um, There's... um, pictures. Yes, he's got 250 stylized artworks and... um, And... um, 25 poems so there's quite a bit of um um uh effort that's sort of like kind of gone into that each and every one stylized artworks okay it's a nice one um uh treasure is a child's gift there you go treasure is a child's gift a a rare way of expressing love measurable not in quantities of gold for humanity and narrative unfolds a full circle linking above sharing memories may uplift Nurturant, harmonious ways offering a clear idea to our grave. We shall learn what type of attitude consulting our inner souls protrude. Strut and sing along the same promenade. Bon courage, the Cameroon man says. And bon courage is good luck and, you know, good uh, courage. Imagine all that's plausible. One day we only hear smiling faces realizing a fully holy truth. May I assist you today? Struth, an inner knowing shows cases of why we need not be horrible. Ultimately bound by glory or life as it is in heaven. It's here. We can all live simultaneously on earth. The light will illuminate a new birth because everything is given in a super casual, story. Okay, it's not easy saying that. <laughs> it's amazing. Not only did you rhyme truth and struth, but you also included supercalifragilisticexpialidocious which yes. is a great word <laughs> yes oh, you said it much better than me I, I need to have lessons how do you say it again supercalifragilisticexpialidocious no well you could say it backwards oh ah! <laughs> Chris you found your forte wow yeah, did you, can you do lessons with that <laughs> Just have to watch a lot of Disney <laughs> okay yeah 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 for sure well I mean this is this is probably one of the most in, 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 in exciting words for us <laughs> That's a great one yeah so all of that's in the book yes and all of all of your adventures yeah the question is what's the next chapter what is what is going to happen next <laughs> well yeah I mean I need to assist to build a eco home for an Aphiok, which is going to be exciting in its own sense because it's in the area of Calibur Univ- uh, Calibur Carnival which is the biggest carnival area in Africa Ooh, <laughs> we can do a live radio show from there. Okay, um, um, we can do podcast. Yeah, so that's going to be really nice. Um, um, so we're going to. I've done the Super Adobe course, and then we're going to be running Super Adobe projects uh, over there. And then you can come and have a carnival to top it all off. I'm going to make parties and make some psychedelic music, and we'll put that in together. And we're going to like boost this up and have some nice connections over there. That's probably in a couple of years' time. Um, but uh, and then uh, do these other things with the other uh, uh, um, two. 
uh, uh, projects to uh, assist. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, want to sing a little bit more. I want to do some more um, performing. Um, so I guess uh, that is a, a real uh, consideration. However, there is an idea that at some stage I'd like to cross Africa from west or east or east to west, maybe from Sudan to Senegal with a donkey. Walk with a donkey. The donkey can carry stuff, but I'm not going to be. I'm going to be nice to the donkeys. I'm going to be nurturing, and then I can sort of like bounce with the Maasai warriors and teach them capoeira or yoga and uh, go through all these amazing. I want to see Mali and things like this, but then I'll probably document that with a, a, a funny a title of a book called um, um, "Travels with My Ass." Asana, which is the asana is a is a is a is a posture of yoga. So anyway, so that would be the le- next le- level of yoga, I guess, or something like that. Or capoeira, because it's important. This capoeira came from Africa. You see, it's a martial art came from Dance of the Zebras, which is coincidentally my you know the title of my book. Because somebody gave me a zebra foot. Yeah, you didn't even tell the zebra foot. Story. Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was going with three, two French people. Um, and, uh, sorry, one French person, one um, uh, cyclist, and uh, an Australian to the coast of uh, Namibia. And then my tire exploded, and I had green slime in it, and it went everywhere. And I was covered in like, like an alien. And, oh my god, you've never been covered in green slime. Sorry, it's quite funny. Um, and then so that was the end of that. Going to see the coast, and then uh, an angel Gabriel in a truck came and gave me a left back to Windock, the capital. And eventually, I stayed with him for about four or five days, and a uh, very interesting chap. Um, but he said he got a zebra hoof for me, and he shot the animal, and I was like. I don't know if I want to accept that. How, I'm a vegan. How am I going to... Mm. Then I suddenly thought, hold on a second. If I saw it on the side of the road, I'd probably pick it up. So I picked it up. I thought, right, well, I picked you up from the side of the road. I say, okay, inscribe de- upon it. Can you inscribe upon it, Dance of the Zebras? And uh, uh, Because it's something to do with capoeira. And I just thought, anyway, I left it like that. And so he did that. And then I was looking around for a book title. And, uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, Dance of the Zebras, of course very applicable and it just links in so perfectly everything the yin yang the black and the white the the you know the 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 coming together you know you can't spot a zebra that's why the lion has you know because he doesn't know where the stripes are running to so it's just like we're all people and we should just be like just go free and move around you know which is a vibrate with each other you know so it's such a, a poignant sort of like part of it all you know and um and uh nice that we respect animals and nobody knows whether they're black with white stripes ah, or white with black stripes. Exactly, you know. See, and this it is matter. it. And it's better. It's nice, you know. I mean, I'm Indian and English. And uh, and when I was young, I used to get teased uh, for being, uh, you know, the way I was. And then I suddenly re- excited, accepted myself and going, wow, actually, I'm really lucky. And now I feel like I'm half Indian, half English. I'm like, wow, this zebra striping me. And, uh, and I feel so fortunate, you know. But it's okay being one or the other. It doesn't matter because you're in different form. I'm looking at you, but you are me in a different form, Chris. So uh, it's so nice connecting with each other and you facilitating this. And I'm able to facilitating what I'm doing and we can together we're making something happen that's what it's about you know and uh and this is a revolution we need the, for our, our spirit is this um is a revolution of uh, love and uh and uh and to be free and share the, the joys of life instead of uh like control passport datas uh passport the data passports 
COVID passport nonsense and all this other stuff, really. So we need just freedom. That's why my subtitle is Let the Freedom Reign. Beautiful. Because I want to be free. If I'm going to go out of this room in a moment, I don't suppose you're going to ask me for identification to leave the room. But they would do if you were in, like, you know, Czech, you know, a different country or whatever, mm. you know. So, but we just need freedom. We can go where we want, be where we love, and we can all nurture each other and have a lovely time. This is such a beautiful venue that you've got here looking over the market square. You know, it's kind of, we need vibrancy going back into this thing. We need performance, like in, in the, 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 the 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 the, the, um, the square in um, I forget the name uh, in in Morocco in um, Marrakesh this this square there is a buzz of activity I know it's warmer you know but we need so much more hot put back into the soul of the people instead of like washing them down on the tablets and putting ear phones in and not saying hello to anybody and not trusting the bag because it could be a bomb and come on let's get back together let's come back to love and it's just that's what it's about and then we can really make a beautiful you know harmony in this world we're full of spirit you're full of things you're full of creative talent you know you've been doing this this is your dream and you've wow wow congratulations high five <laughs> you know such a such a beautiful I'm uh, wow I'm impressed you know and this is you know, had an event yesterday you've done really well and uh, you know you, of course you you know you, you want to uh, uh, show something for the community this is our community what are we going to do come together you know and um I'm really glad that I'm involved with the um, United African Association and they're saying about maybe they can come down. But they have a great um, um, uh, Thursday night uh, um, drumming circle in the Leicester Street Community Centre uh, 6.30 for free. You can come along. And uh, we just do drummings and, uh, and they do dancing. If you want to shake your body, you can. There's a bit of food at the end of it. They're uh, free. And you're like, wow, what a nice evening. 15, 10, 20 people coming along. Um, uh, and you feel you know the drum music enters your soul the thing is you know the now the beat of the drum let me just like sorry you know that bang on the drum or the tambourine the bandero is the closest you almost get to the now because the now is almost gone you know it's the bang or the drum is almost a spot on the, the, the point almost you know and then you dance and you feel so much in the moment the present moment and this is where it is we come out of our mama, mothers and we hear boom 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 because you hear your own heart you hear your mum's heart and then you come out and all you hear is your own going boom 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 and then when she puts her next to you she oh it's back to the boom 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 boom, boom you know into the harmony so we need this music we need it. It's so much part of us. And the, the Brazilians, I, I know it's in the Africans, um, you know, the Brazilians are so amazing in the samba. You see a child, it's listened to samba all the way through the pregnancy. It comes out hearing the samba beat. And you just give a, a, a tambourine to, a, a, you know, a, a pandera to a, a Brazilian and they're just... And they're so happy and they're so vibrant and you're like, and the eyes are popping out their head and you're like, what's going on? You know, and they're so beautiful, joyous people. And that's what I felt about the Cameroons, the Cambodians, the you know the Colombians are really like this you know there's so much energy and you're like wow you know and uh, and I feel so inspired by this and uh, and, and and that's you know again it's our spirit it's our it's our cultural heritage and this is the trueness 
instead of watered down, um, you know, moronic sort of like plebs that are going to mediocrity and uh, nine to five jobs. Ah, and that's just most people. You know, what do you do? I'll go, I work for fulfilling somebody else's dream. I come back, watch EastEnders, go to sleep, knackered. Up again, do it again. What for? Dead. <laughs> Crap. Gotta stop that. Do two day community service, global community based on love, two day assisting people, and then five days get on with what you're meant to be doing or something like this, you know, and then find out who you are. And this is, you know, it takes time to do that. And uh, and then uh, I'm so lucky I didn't work in a bank anymore, where, you know, when I was 19, 20. Go, oh, dead man, went traveling, go away and see your world, go and add, go and share your vibe, go and assist, go and do some work with elephants in Botswana or go and do something in the ju- you know, jungles of, uh, you know, of like um, Guinea-Bissau or, or go and learn the didgeridoo in Australia, learn the hacker in, Aus- in New Zealand, do the vibe, man. Go and see it and, and share this beautifulness with people. I don't know. It's such a it's a, such an amazing world. We need to really respect it and and um, and uh, yeah, celebrate it. Brilliant. Thank you very much for talking to us today, Raheem. And um, look out for the book Dance of the Zebras, uh, which is going to be available very soon. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, all wonderful things will happen as a result. Yeah. Thanks very much. Thank you so much. Bless you. Thank you, Chris.